You are listening to the Christ in All podcast, where we discuss how following Jesus Christ impacts all areas of a believer's life. Each week, we will answer questions about the Christian worldview in an effort to help both new and mature believers grow in their faith. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Christ in All podcast. This is Matthew Smith, and with us, as always, is Pastor Chad Hunsberger. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> doing great. Yeah, excellent. Right. excellent. You wanna, uh, we have another special guest. Yeah. We have the last few episodes. Absolutely. You want to introduce him for us? Yeah, so this is Greg Belser. Greg Belser is pastor at Morrison Heights Baptist Church in Clinton, Mississippi, so not excellent. too, too far from us, maybe 25 minutes or so 25, yeah. uh, from us. And uh, interesting thing about Greg is that we, like, I went to school with Greg, to Sanford University with Greg's daughter, one of his three daughters, and uh, we did not make that connection until, like, several years later that yeah. we, we, <laughs> he, he saw me, like, give his daughter a hug because I saw her for the first <laughs> time in a decade, yeah. and he was like, why are you <laughs> hugging this person? Uh, and, like, uh, his son-in-law and I, like, uh, we're spending a good bit of time together in school, and so it was just funny, kind of random connection that we did not know. Okay. Uh, so yeah, anyway. Can I tell one other connection? Absolutely. Sure. Yep. Uh, I, I knew Bob Gladney. Oh. When you were in elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> so Bob Gladney is my father-in-law. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, faithful minister as well. Yep. And uh, yeah, so well, we'll have to find that out later, but I didn't realize <laughs> that was happening. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, so thankful for those kind of connections. Greg's been a, a huge encouragement to me, and I'm thankful to get to to kind of hear some of these insights today for sure. Absolutely, yeah. And thanks for joining us today, Greg. We're very excited to have you on the podcast. Glad but, to be here. All right, so um, uh, Morrison Heights, uh, you got you were we were talking about this a little bit. You, during your time as pastor there, you guys have planted out of your church, you said five to six churches, right? That's right. Uh, I don't know. You know, there's a difference in, in church planting lingo. There's a difference between what they call sponsoring churches and then partnering churches. Sponsoring mm-hmm. churches are the guys who sort of cut off an arm and send them yeah. over there. You right. know? Uh, partnering churches are people who just sort of uh, cut off a finger and send <laughs> it. Uh, so sponsoring is a little bigger investment. And uh we, we've sponsored through uh, the North American Mission Board mm-hmm. in their Send City initiative. Yeah. Uh, we've partnered through Send uh, initiative as well. And uh, then we have helped sponsor churches through the Mississippi Baptist uh, Church Planning Network, mm-hmm. which is now called the 242. I was about to say, is that one 242? 242 yeah. Network. Okay. used to be 1-8. Acts 1-8 was kind of the background, so they called yeah. it the 1-8 Network. And uh, so we've enjoyed that as well. So it's a, been a good partnership. I will say this about church planting. It's uh, been a wonderful thing for us, but it's very difficult because it's very expensive mm-hmm. to try to do it alone. Yeah. It's the kind of mm-hmm. thing where I'm glad to be a part of a denomination that helps out. Okay, yeah, awesome. That's good. Oh, yeah, well, with like if you like look on the podcast app and uh, try to search for pod, or church planning podcasts, a lot of times it's from the perspective of the planter, right? Mm-hmm. It's the, that pastor who's in the new area trying to build things up from the ground up, and uh, you kind of get their perspective on the struggles they're going through and everything. And so we wanted to do 
have this episode where you as the, the, the pastor of the parent church kind of sharing some of what you guys have been through at, in those uh, different situations. So if, at first, if we can just kind of pull back and get like big picture, why is it important for a, an established church to plant new churches? Well, you, we would all agree our mandate in the scripture is to make disciples. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. And uh, as we all know, there's a way to do that in the local church that's uh, productive, and there's a way to spin your wheels and basically yeah. just take up space. Um, but another way to do it is to, uh, to plant churches. Mm. The, the data, if you look at the empirical data, the suggestion is that new churches actually reach people faster than mm-hmm. established churches. Mm-hmm. Our church happens to be more than 60 years old, which we qualify as established. Yeah, right. And uh, I think we're around the same age, actually. Probably so, yeah. yeah. And uh, so it's very difficult for us to, if you will, push into new, if you use a fishing analogy, we, we sort of have all the lakes we can fish in, and mm-hmm. we're fishing them, yeah. but we're really not fishing in other lakes. Yeah. Right. And uh, so what happens with church planting is you're, you're basically sending some out to fish in another lake that you're not fishing in. So sometimes church planting helps you be more biblical because you're able to make disciples, at least indirectly, through a, a new congregation that you help to get going. Okay. And we've embraced that mindset that our job is not merely to to grow our little footprint mm-hmm. yeah. in Clinton, Mississippi, but to actually extend the kingdom. Awesome. Well, I think two things you, you hit on. One, it's biblical. Yeah. Like a reason to plant churches is that it's biblical. Yeah. And two, because if it's really not about your footprint or your your kingdom, so to speak, but about the kingdom, then it, yeah, then it's, it's like very natural. It's, I mean, supernatural, I guess, in that sense, but it's... <laughs> It's it's the normal thing to do to multiply. That expansion is going to have to happen. That means new churches are going to have to happen as well. Like that's the that should be the norm. So I would well, and and I would add to that, Chad, as well. You, I think you're right. Um, if you look at the Acts 13 model, mm-hmm. where Paul and Barnabas are sent out from Antioch, yeah, uh, the people of Antioch are not going on that trip. There, Paul and and Barnabas are going on that trip. And uh, as a result, Antioch is the, if to use our yeah. mm-hmm. language today, they're the sponsoring church. Yeah. There's, they're paying for resourcing Paul and Barnabas, making that happen. Paul and Barnabas are doing the work, and they're doing it not anywhere near Antioch. Yeah, right. So it's a biblical model that we are very comfortable with. Yeah, absolutely. And and even as you think about those different things, like keep keep going from Acts 13, 14, 15, 16, every. Every one of those are going to these different towns. They're establishing a church there so that they can leave again. Right. Like those guys, they go to wherever, Iconium, Lystra. Yeah. Like they go to all these places, and it's it's for that purpose, right? They, they plant a church, they establish it there, yeah. and then they go to the next spot, establish a new one, each one of those uh, with that same same purpose. So that's, that's good. Okay. Um, you, you described this a little bit earlier, talking about some of the different partnerships and networks and things that you're a part of, but... Um, and, and, and you've you, you said uh, five to six different times that this has happened in different ways, but I did want to get uh, just a little bit of an idea of like what that process looks like for you and your church as you are about to uh, begin sponsoring or begin planting a new church. 
Well, I will tell you that uh, the it, it's really pretty easy to to get asked to help. Once yeah. it's kind of like feeding cats, <laughs> uh, they will come back, uh, or word will get around. Yeah, uh, one will find a friend, and pretty soon you'll have several. Uh, so church planting is a little bit that way. There's always a lot of guys who want to plant, and uh, we have found that to be an exciting thing for us because we enjoy hanging out with those guys. I, I find it to be helpful. I'm, I'm not as young as Chad is, so I like to hang out with guys as young as Chad. <laughs> and uh, as a result, uh, these church planters, and none of them are my age. They're all, you know, you guys' age, uh, and they – they think differently, and their energy is different, uh, and their uh, their optimism is off the charts. Mm. Now, maybe maybe they have a difficult time when they actually get on the field, but they go with a lot of enthusiasm. Yeah. Yeah. And I found that to be really helpful to our local church. Our people are excited when guys stand up and say, "Thank you for sending me." Yeah. So if you get if you get started, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to get more and more opportunities. I will say, because of our denominational connections, which we share, they're identical to yeah. Colonial Heights, um, we, we just, all you have to do is just say, we're interested, we want to connect with you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's and like with the 242. Absolutely. That's like going to them and saying, we want to do this. Yeah. That's exactly right. I promise you that all you have to do is pick up the phone, call those guys and say, we'd like to be a church that does this. And uh, we'd like for you to help us partner with a mm-hmm. guy. If you don't have a guy, if you have a guy, then uh, you're, you're ahead of the game. Yeah. The networks, whether it's the National Network or the Mississippi Network, will do the training for you. You can, you can augment that training in any way you deem necessary, but they can do the training. They can screen. They can help with all kinds of things. A planner is never just a planner. Mm-hmm. He's usually married, right. might have kids. Mm-hmm. He's got a network of relationships, so he's got to withdraw from mm-hmm. those relationships and connect with new relationships. Sure. There's always a lot going on there. It's the kind of thing that, uh, you know, I guess if you've done it 10 or 15 times, which virtually none of us have, then you can go it alone. But in those first stages, it was very important for us to have these kinds of people behind yeah, us absolutely. who could anticipate the potholes and help yeah. our guys kind of get ready. Yeah, okay. that's good. All right, so kind of our, our last question, and this is like cards on the table for me and Chad. Um, you're here today because of the Timothy Project Pastors Conference, and that's just one piece of what the Timothy Project does. We also have the residency program that I'm blessed to be yeah. a part of. Yeah. And so the idea is that I'm full-time staff member here, also going to seminary, and that when I finish my degree, I won't be a part of the staff at Colonial Heights anymore. I would be sent out somewhere else to yeah. serve and possibly to plant another church. It's yeah. something we're very open and praying through, right? Absolutely. And so, uh, so we would love to hear recommendations from you or just recommendations you would have for anybody else kind of in this situation um, of kind of maybe a little bit of your experience with it. And so, Well, uh, I think of one guy that we've sent to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were his main church. He came out of our congregation, so we have the largest piece of his financial support. But he has partnered with other churches, obviously. Mm-hmm, yeah. So if we give a dollar, they might give a dime. Yeah. or a nickel, mm-hmm. or a quarter, or whatever they decide to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's independent of what we give. Uh, then there are denominational resources. So the national level, there are 
resources. If you go to a state, which you will unless you go international, uh, there are Baptists already there. If you want to partner with them, then they'll, they'll, they'll throw in a little money and so forth. The biggest expense is always the guy, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're the most mm-hmm. expensive thing going yeah. if you're the planner. Uh, you're going to rent a, a spot, perhaps. You may meet in your home, uh, that kind of thing. So, um, uh, Our situation has been that with that guy, we made a commitment to X amount of money, and then he was charged with raising the rest, and uh, he did. And then when he got on the field, he got a part-time job, and uh, that has augmented his income, his wife. Uh, is employed mm-hmm. there, and so they're financially in a really yeah. good sweet spot. Yeah, not everybody can do exactly what they've done, mm-hmm. so they're all different. Yeah, but I would tell you that if if that's the if that's what the church wants to do, in our situation, Chad, the the end game has been that we have shared this vision with the church mm-hmm. and said we want to do this. Yeah, we want to embrace these people whom we know and love, and we want them to be a part of extending the kingdom and our people have said that's exactly what we want to do yeah, yeah. and uh, because we're not talking about some random guy who doesn't have a connection to our that's people right. yeah uh, we, we support some of those people too but mm. they get nickels they don't yeah. get dollars right, right? comparatively yeah um, but that said I, it's been my experience that uh, this the typical congregation knows what we know about the Bible they know mm-hmm. that that church planting is not foreign to the Bible, that church planting right. is indeed in the, if you will, the sweet spot of the Bible. And uh, they they come to realize that they've just kind of been waiting on us to yeah. say, hey, how about it? Yeah. And uh, in our our church, we've embraced it. And uh, it's been a really, really sweet thing That's for awesome. us to, to see what's done. I'll mention one more success story. There's a guy who's planting here in Jackson, inner city, mm-hmm. and... Uh, it's been a partnership with a lot of other people, but he's come out of our church, so we're his lead church. And uh, we we feel like that's us. Now, it's not mm-hmm. us, it's yeah. him and his congregation, mm-hmm. but it sure feels like us. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we're excited about that. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't be more excited. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we have talked about this before uh, and in other settings, um, but that, that just seems like, such again, such a healthy kingdom mindset. Like that's what we want to to have ingrained in the people of Colonial Heights and churches otherwise that are listening or whatever. Like we we want to make sure that this isn't about like Morrison Heights expanding themselves in inner city Jackson. It could feel like us because that's still your family, right? And because we're part of the family of God, so it's we can celebrate when growth there happens because it's a part of us. Uh, while all the while seeing and knowing that this is really about the kingdom growing and the kingdom uh, people being reached with the gospel that, that don't know it. And so, man, that's awesome. Good good encouragement. Okay. All right. As we finish up, anything else you guys want to say about church planning? I, I would say we should do it. Right? <laughs> uh, and we have talked about this as Absolutely, a church. The yeah. church is not surprised to hear this. Yeah. Uh, I think the the thing for the Colonial Heights listener is to know that, like, it's not just a, a a concept floating out there. It's yeah. not, but it is something we were been very serious about and look forward to the day when that that takes place. Good deal. All right. Well, Pastor Greg, thank you for your time. I think thank that's you. gonna 
wrap us up today. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, if you did, did please uh, share it on social media. Subscribe to the podcast. Give us a rating and review on your podcasting app. And we thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Christ in All podcast, a ministry of Colonial Heights Baptist Church in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Together, we glorify God by making disciples of all nations. For more information, please visit our website at colonialheights.org.